welcome to Planner Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica McWilliams. Behind every planner, there's a person. And behind every person, (laughs) there's a story. You may have heard that I have a mild liner giveaway, and it's true. And if you happen to be lucky enough to be listening to this podcast on its original air date, which is December 21st, 2018, you will still have a chance to enter to win 15 mild liners from Zebra Pen USA, who generously donated the merchandise to help me celebrate a 5K download for this very podcast. To enter, you will need to go to my Instagram account at Planner Lifestyle Podcast into my link tree, and the link will be right there for you. If you happen to catch me on YouTube, I did fix the link. I realized after a few comments that the giveaway link was a little bum. I was one letter off. And of course, like anything on the internet, you can't be one letter off. It will not work. (laughs) So please retry that if you were one of the people that sent me a comment about that. Thanks for alerting me to that detail. And you can find me on YouTube at jessmcw1 that's j-e-s-s-m-c-w and the number one the giveaway will close today which again is december 21st 2018 at midnight pacific standard time good luck Kim is in her fourth decade and a mother to four sporty smelly and sweet boys ranging in the ages of six to eighteen She's lucky enough to be married to one of her favorite people in the world who lets her play in her craft room instead of watching man movies at night. When not doing laundry, this ex-fiber arts teacher loves memory keeping and to creatively plan to make sure she doesn't routinely forget someone at some sports practice. Don't let all that household testosterone fool you. This bubbly ex-pageant girl knows her sparkle and sass, which you'll find sprinkled throughout her projects and videos. Here's Kim. Thanks so much for coming on my show today, Kim. It's a pleasure to have you on. It's absolutely a pleasure to be with you, Jessica. Thanks for having me. Tell me what's going on. What's new? Oh, the holidays. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Right in the middle of it now. like crunch time, like six days, as I was reminded by my six-year-old today. Six days, mom. Six days. Don't remind me, honey. (laughs) So we're in the thick of getting all those preparations done. You know, as much as we plan and like to get things organized and official and in the books, there's just those loose ends that I need to tie up. And that's this week's strategy. I've got a few more to go and I think I'll be in the home stretch. So Awesome. And you mentioned earlier this morning, two of your kids had, they don't call them pageants anymore, just a holiday program or is it just a winter program? They do have, like, it's called a Christmas play, and I'm using my air quotes that you can't see. So um, we do go to a denominational school, so they're allowed to use all of those hashtags. So we did go to a Christmas play this morning, and yet two of my kids, I have two that are... Okay. Yes. Obviously, you've you read my bio, and so I have four of the kids. Um, the <laughs> eldest is in college. Well, actually, he's home now for five weeks. I cannot be like all the heartstrings, all the feels. I cannot tell you. It's my, you know, he's a freshman, so it's that first 
big home stay. And so he slept until like 1130. He was so happy to be in his own bed. So uh, getting back to your question. Yes. So that I got that one. And then the next one is in high school. And then I've got two in elementary school. So those guys are in the play. They're so precious. (laughs) So cheesy, but so heartwarming and innocent. And you just capture that in your brain. And even though you can't see them sat in a place where I can't see them, they can't see me, but Uh it's okay. It's all good. You know, it's part of the parenting thing. Just go get it done. And then I just absorb it and then replay it later in my brain later. So... To get us started and to get to know you a little better, we are going to play What's in Your Bag. Could you detail the contents of your handbag, backpack, or planner bag? Basically, any description of an everyday carry item or any bag that you want to talk about. Oh, excellent. So I have a bag. I have, If your readers or your listeners aren't aware, I, I do substitute teach in public and parochial schools here in my town. And every day is an adventure. And every day, you never know what you're going to go to or encounter. So it could be like a three-hour gig of you just sitting there and doing nothing. So I want to be as prepared as possible. So my everyday carry does vary depending on what I do. But um, I always have um, my master planner with me, and that's my big standard traveler's notebook that is my lifeblood. And then I have, you know, a smattering of things. You know, I have a, a pen assortment. I always carry a glue stick, and I always carry a pair of scissors. And, you know, running with scissors in school sometimes makes me nervous. You know, one time I bought a rotary cutter and a mat, and I thought, oh my gosh, they're going to kick me out. Like, I have this, like, weapon in their little elementary school. So I've... I've decided not to carry the rotary cutter to school anymore. Anything that needs to get done is going to be straight enough with my scissors. Uh, so then I have my Christmas planner that I've been carrying with me lately and my design team planner and my composition notebook, my folio. So it's really a lot of a brain dump for me. So that's what I've got in my everyday carry. Nothing too heavy. Well, you know, physically heavy, yes, but... I was going to say, that's a lot of books to not be heavy. You must be really strong. Do you work out? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, us planner people, we work out religiously, right? With our fingers. <laughs> so. That's right. Well, I was making mashed potatoes last night and like just stomping them by hand. Mm-hmm. And my arm started to hurt. And I was like, is this the state of my life right now? Like mm-hmm. mashed potatoes is doing it for me. <laughs> oh, I need to reassess. <laughs> Well, embrace. Take that. Go with it. Hey, I exercised today. Check mark. When I did it, I like gave it some extra. I'm like, oh, get it. So, but I was like, maybe I could strengthen up here a little yeah, bit. I do have um, some plans in 2019 to, to refocus mm-hmm. in that shape. So we'll see. Well, let's talk about it. No. So when you look ahead, a lot of us are thinking, oh yeah, the new year around new you, we either love that statement or we hate it. Some people do the one little word. Some people do resolutions or not resolutions. You know, whatever you call it, whether it's a goal, an idea, an aspiration. How do you, Kim, look at the year to come during this time of the year? Well, it's more of a like a like at this point, you you're done with the year in my book, and and even if you've had a super difficult year, I've had years where I just cannot wait for January first to hit. You know. The, the blank hit the fan and you are just ready to move on to the next. And then there's years that you're just savoring. And um, I'm on a tweener year. Like, you know, I didn't have anything um, too traumatic happen. I'm just plugging along, keeping my head down, moving forward. 
So, you know, it's not really a refocus or reshift for me this coming year. It's just plugging along. And so, you know, obviously there's things I'm, I'm going to tweak. Um, in my planner world, I really don't have anything huge. I, other than going back to a spiral bound planner, it's been three years since I've actually been in a bound planner in that capacity, mm-hmm. slightly terrified, slightly excited, but um, that's just one of my additional planners. It's not like my main master planner. So, you know, it so you're not take- getting rid of the standard. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> no. I was like, no. this seems like a big shift. Yeah. No. <laughs> if you're, if I'm in my wheelhouse, um, I've, I'm, I'm not going to change. And I've been in the standard for three years now. So there's no way that's going away anytime soon, honestly. So what's making you go back to a spiral? Is it a type of thing that will help you with your goals? Like the insides are more focused or you just want to try it? I think what um, I love about a vertical is it's compartmentalized. Like I can like, and, and, and less I'm down with you know, picking a ruler and a bullet journal, which is nothing wrong with that. I just don't have the extra time to get a ruler out, measure. I'm too, you know, type awesome for that. I just can't Mm. deal with that time of, and then messing up and then going, oh, geez, I messed up. And then that's why I don't bullet journal because I just have this fear of totally messing up heinously. So um, I love the fact that it's it's bound, it's together, not going anywhere. Um, I don't have to print off inserts. I don't have to, you know, organize it. And it's just there, plain and simple. It just takes a whole lot of the confusion out of plannering in that in that way. And that's going to be my design team planner. And that's where I think I want the most clarity at this point. So that's where I'm at. Okay. And did you mention the brand or would you like to? Oh, what I what are you going to? to? Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. I just got on the Paper House Productions design team for 2019. And it's just, um, you know, a six month gig. So it's not full year. But I always am all in when I'm representing my brands. Um, I'm not, I, I'm not going to represent a brand just and do it half on the side. Um, I'm all in. And, you know, as Paper House does have a line of travelers notebooks, but I think they are excelling very well in the bound planner capacity. And I want to embrace that and go with it and just and be all in in my arena for them. So that's why. Have you been um, shipped it yet? Do you have it in your hands? I do not have it in no, my hands, okay. but I okay. do have an AC Moore and they are sold in retail stores. So I did do a little, you know, side trip to my AC Moore store here in town and mm-hmm. I did flip through them and I thought the paper quality was very good and I was impressed. So I'm like, bring it on. Let's do it. Yeah, you'd hope so if their company be calling Paper House, right? I mean, it's like, <laughs> you better have some good paper. We're going to get kicked out the house. Yeah. Yes. Paper House. Paper House. Well, congratulations on that. Well, thank you. Yes. And that is not your first foray into repping, as you said, mm-hmm. our uh, PR or. Yeah, DT design team. There's everyone calls it different. Right. When I did the podcast with Jenny McGarvey, who has um, some firm roots in scrapbooking and paper arts as well. She was like, oh, yeah, there's just kind of two different worlds. Design team is kind of more on this more crafty side and a PR team is more on the planner side. For whatever (laughs) reason, we've gravitated to those terms. But basically, being in a partnership or a collaboration with a company to 
use their supplies in order to promote their name as well as provide inspiration for those who also buy those materials and what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Would that be an accurate description? Absolutely. PR is definitely a different side than DT. So um, I, I always like to think of myself more of a design team person. And a lot of people see design team like, oh, you're designing the products. Ooh, no, 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 no. We're taking the products, manipulating them, and then, you know, putting them back out in the market. So I think of it more of an influencer style than just, you know, that's would be PR side is more influencer. I'm just, I, I look at myself and I'm just having fun with paper and stickers and, you know, it's just, it's kind of like fun. It's, it's just we don't need to put labels on this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I just like paper, okay? <laughs> Some people are really specific about, like, don't. It's not a design team. It's a PR team. Like, it is specific, and you don't mention it that way. And that's that's their prerogative. That's their business, and they're going to run it the way they want. I'm okay with that. Right. I know what I'm part doing. Of their, so. Yeah, maybe it's just even for ease of communication, like, so we all know what we're talking about when we say that. You're like, wait, you're on a design team? I didn't know there was a design team. It's like, well, no, that's, I'm on your team. We're on the same team. <gasps> it's Go just the team plan. Yeah. <laughs> Go team plan. <laughs> um, yes, that reminds me of... Just trying to get ready for this podcast. I'm just as a as we're getting rolling now. I'm just flashing back to this morning. For those of you who follow us on Instagram, I either K R O Designs on Instagram, right? K R O K R O on Instagram, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, or of course, Planet Lifestyle Podcast. You have seen my turmoil in trying to um, get things up and running this morning. And um, thank you again, Kim now in person for helping holding my hand and being patient and suggesting things and i did put definitely a whole chapter down in my knowledge bank but at one point during our our uh, unfolding if you will was a let's go let's go and then i said oh it was like training from you know however long ago oh, 25 30 years ago or oh, whatever that's long. well Maybe not. Yeah, quite long. But yeah, from um, watching high school football games, you mentioned you were a cheerleader for like a second, but then I you pulled back tall. and realized yeah. not quite your thing. It's the same as gymnastics. I literally have been like, mom, I say, mom, I want to try horseback riding. She's like, okay. And so we do horseback riding, cheerleading, you know, field hockey, you name it. I've tried it. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm almost six foot tall. And so cheerleading and dance were like short snippets after I became in sixth grade because I was like towering over everybody. So, um, yeah, I just switched to sports and called it good. We're good. <laughs> yeah. So what sport did you end up, end up on field hockey? Um, I actually played, um, college basketball. So I, um, went and played, um, at the air force Academy in Colorado Springs and then I got hurt and then I had to leave, but I was really pumped. I was like playing division one basketball, which is a, is a huge success. And at the time you don't really think about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll go play basketball in college or whatever. And so it's like a job and it's hard. And so anyway, I left there and got a, a taste of real life because the, the armed forces academies are, um, a whole new world. Um, and so I got back out into the real world and it was like, Oh, so this is what college is supposed to be like. So, um, I didn't go back. I ended up graduating from the university of Nebraska where I had met my husband and then it's just, you know, 
um, fairy tale ending, sure. So yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm not a problem since. Oh. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> Probably not. No, that is just not how life goes. You mentioned your mom supported your aspirations to try things. Was she instrumental in you learning to sew? On your website, you have mentioned how important fiber arts or creation has been. So who taught you to sew? My mother and my... Oh, she did. She did. And um, she's also type awesome. And it was very difficult for us to, um, for her to teach me because she just wanted everything to be perfect. And I totally remember my first project. And I I wish now I had kept it, but it was her scraps from Christmas and I put them together and they were crooked and they were awful. And I couldn't handle looking at what I had made that was imperfect. And so I tossed it. But looking back now, mm. I think, oh, you know, wouldn't that have been nice to save and see and look how far I had come. So my mother is instrumental in sewing and her mother taught her how to sew. And we come from a long line of farm girls. So you just, you, you made do and mend. And so that's what I, that's how I learned. Do you know how to darn a sock? I do know how to darn a sock, but there is is no way I would ever do it though. Oh, gross. I guess. When the store is so close. Well, it's right there. And they're like five bucks. (laughs) Like, you know. (laughs) I could see maybe if, you know, those really nice pair of wool socks that people have actually handmade Mm -hmm. or something. Absolutely. And like you spend a lot of time in the design of the cuff and you're like, oh, there's this little hole. But the design of the cuff is still really, you know vibrant and warm and he's like you just couldn't let go I could see maybe there absolutely I would do that yeah that and that's you know I I knit a crochet and I needlepoint um you pick any fiber art um and I've pretty much done it weaving spinning your own like yarn your wool you know take the wool sheath and just kind of oh yeah like the roving and like roving roving, yeah like you know sleeping beauty kind of stuff yeah yeah are you making anything for Christmas I wish, I wish, I wish. I used to make all of my handmade like presents. Like I would make a quilt for each kid, and and now I'm just enjoying my space where I'm at now. And now I just buy online. Quilts are very time consuming. I can understand why mm-hmm. you. <laughs> it's like a handmade gift isn't always as appreciated. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. some. I guess you'd have to know your audience, know who you're giving it to. But I'm That's sure. True. I know I received like a little re- a Christmas wreath one year from my husband's aunt I guess I could say not a Christmas wreath a quilted Christmas wreath like it wasn't 3D do you know what I'm saying like it was like a little what do you call it wall hanging a wall like hanging. a sure. mm-hmm. yeah like a little square and then inside of it were pieced together different um, reds and greens for the bow and everything oh, and that sounds it's so like super cherished because I just I'm one of those type of people, if you made it, like, it will likely never leave my house again. Like, Aww. you know, when we go through the clutter, reducing, though, I get to those and I'm like, uh, you know, it just, I don't know, it bonds people in a way like your hands were all over this, your ideas were all over this, your time. I know that's not very supported in the let's get rid of our belonging stuff. Mm-hmm. It's sh- just because it's a gift doesn't mean you have to have it forever, you know. There, right. I see both sides, but there is just something special about that, that handmade thing. Well, it speaks that, volumes to you, too, because you, you appreciate those things that are sentimental to you. And so 
um, you've got a big heart on that way. So that's, that's oh. kudos to you. Thanks. I never thought about it before like that. I always just thought like, I can't make a decision. <laughs> I like you. I'm spinning it the way you, I'm going with what you said. I have a big heart, man. I have a big, I got room for all the crafts. Yes. Bring them all through here. <laughs> Oh, yeah kids art that's a whole nother oh yeah take a picture yeah yeah the whole Becky Higgins take a picture memory I can't Mm -hmm. I still have it I just I just can't toss it yet so Mm -hmm. we'll see well like you were saying it would be kind of fun to have that little token of your earlier work Mm -hmm. you know I mean you made it fine without it but I did I made it through 43 years I'm good yeah You mentioned all those different types of art that you did. How did you incorporate that into being an artist? And I know the word artist might land on you like, oh, am I, you know, how do, how do you feel about being an artist? And then will you talk about what life was like when you were pursuing more of those projects? So, yes, artists, it makes me cringe because um, I don't, I didn't go to school to be an artist. Um, I'm not looked upon as an artist from the artist community. I'm just kind of, you know, self-taught or parent-taught and, and, um, and, and that's, it feels funny when people say that. So I kind of like cringe, but, um, moving forward. So, um, I loved quilting and that's where my sewing and quilting and that sort of genre. But the the older I got and the less time I had to devote to that, because I was a stay-at-home mom of, at that point, one or two kids. I'm not sure of the timing, but um, I needed something that was a little bit more, you know, my quilts could get smaller, but my time also got smaller. And so it got difficult for me to, to complete things. And you can tell in my basement, I have a whole tub of, they call UFOs, unfinished objects. So I have a whole tub of unfinished <laughs> quilts that I really need to get done. So um, they're just too big and too kind of zooming. So I kind of um, went to a quilters uh, conference, just like we have planner conferences. And I saw this lady who was doing um, applique and it was like rough edge applique. And um, in that, in the com- planner, in the, excuse me, the quilting community is like, oh no, you have to have finished edges. It's like totally taboo if you have this frayed edge on your thing. And so what I would do is, is um, take just fabric scraps and assemble them and put them together and make like landscapes or, you know, pictures or, um, you know, faces, more of like an introspection of myself using color. And then I would hand stitch them and sew them and add things to them like recycled objects. And, and I just was exploring myself creatively in that way. And I think that translates a lot to what I'm doing now is um, people are like, well, how do you do that in a planner? And basically, I just add layers and layers and texture. Um, And that's literally my life is layers. And and that's that's a metaphor for life. We have all of these layers and layers that we build up on ourselves. You add a little texture and voila, and it just comes together. And so that's my version of of how I moved from traditional quilting to like this applique sort of um, smaller versions. And then 
I got after I got through doing all of that, um, I I thought, well, you know, I need to give back. Uh, I'm feeling like I, I've got all this knowledge and passion. I need to and give back. And I feel like I've always been a teacher by nature. I just, I sh- it's probably what I should have done initially, going into school, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I love teaching and I love that aha moment. And I love when people say, oh my gosh, I get it. And look what I did. And so I took that knowledge and I applied to be a teaching artist for um, a local company, a nonprofit in Minnesota. And I would go into schools, um, businesses, hospitals, and I would teach them how to, it's more like art therapy, how to um use these materials to create something for yourself, but have therapy at the same time. So I taught high-risk pregnancy ladies and they like, they had their own floor. You know, these are ladies that are going in at 19, 20, 21 weeks, trying just to keep their baby inside. And so they needed an outlet. And so I was there to help and create with them. I did cancer survivors in Minneapolis. There's a cancer center there. And so I um, did a six-week residency with them, and you know, and we did our own personal portraits using fabric and fabric art and textures and um, mediums in that way. And then I've, you know, I've, I taught blind school. Like I came up with a, a curriculum for um, these kids in blind school, and you think, oh, they're just blind. Well, that's just not the end of it. There's so many other issues that they have to deal with. And this, this was very emotional, <laughs> excuse me, very emotional for me. They're just such wonderful human beings and they're so creative and they don't see, but you know that they're learning and enjoying and loving the process. So that was life-changing. Especially for the fiber, there's really a connection to touch, Yep. you know, where a Obviously, a black and white photograph wouldn't resonate in that particular arena mm-hmm. for them. Yep. So, yeah, you left your mark. Thank you for using your your talents and passions to do like helping and healing. How do you think my listeners could use any of those things that you taught to help through their own life's curveballs or things that they're wading through that they need to keep their hands busy doing. What would you recommend in that case or even within a planner? How would, how would, what would that look like? Do you suppose? I think being creative and spending time doing the things that make you happy is, is the best uh, medicine. It's like the apple a day theory. Um, These, you know, you, you enjoy the gifts that God's given you or, you know, whatever higher power you believe in. You, you have something inside you that wants to, to be creative and, and, and develop something and be and make something. Look, look what I did, you know, like, and so I think that's why the planner community just enjoys um, that creative side. Um, and even the plainest of plain planner pages are absolutely perfect. And you know why? It's because they created them. They put them together. They put their thoughts, feelings, to-do list, tasks on a piece of paper, tangible, and it's theirs. And they made it. And that's the best part about everyone's diversity here in the planet community. Yeah, that's what I have been able to pull out is 
can be a reflection of themselves. And I wonder if when people start to feel that creative wall or a disinterest in the planning or the decoration or whatever side that they're struggling with at that time, I wonder if it isn't because they're not connecting with themselves Mm -hmm. enough and what they're putting down on their paper is maybe what they... I don't know how to say this, like aspire to be or want to be not like, oh, they're such fakers or something. Like if I were to look at yours, for example, your standard TN, and I think it was maybe your Christmas insert or something, you punched holes all down the side of a cover or a dashboard or something. And then you started sewing because it had this really kind of thin but textured yarn and you looped it through once and you looped it through twice and you had it dangling at the bottom. Now I could take that and be inspired or maybe have even thought of that myself, I guess, and done it. But if that I continue to just do that and do that and do that because I saw you do that one time, but then I was like, I'm not really connecting with this. Oh, I have to do that again. I just never make time for this. It might be because although it was a good idea from someone else, that's not what I created. You Uh know what I mean? Like, so they might, be stepping back. So I just wanted to encourage, I know the thought just popped in my head when you said that um, when you look at something that you've done, look what I did. This is a reflection of what my thoughts were um, to to maybe pull back. What are my thoughts? What do I want to create? If, if Instagram went away today mm-hmm. and you just had supplies in front of you, what would you put together? You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. I think a lot of people, and that's, this is a hard, this is being on a design team is, is, is a hard road to hold for me. It's not the physically making it and putting it out there. It's inspiring people to do their own thing, but you don't want them to do your thing. And you're like, Oh, I just, or, you know, I, I, I want them to make it their own. I mean, and that's, that's the trouble is like, you're teaching them how to manipulate products but yet again, is are they making their own products? And then is that what? Yeah, that that's why they're unhappy. Like uh, that's a that's a very philosophical question. I'm not sure I can answer. Yes, it is. Well, yeah, and we it's, it wasn't really a question, more of just an a, a observation. Half a thought. Yeah, I have, I come to my conclusions while speaking, so you know I had to get a podcast because no one was people stopped listening in my real life. So. <laughs> oh goodness, yes. You mentioned a lot of those UFOs in the basement of unfinished objects. No, wait, what are they called? Unfinished objects. I was yeah. like, unfinished projects? That doesn't add up. <laughs> Sorry. Unfinished objects. Yes. And I'm sure many of them have different designs. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking it would be a great time to play List It, mm-hmm. which is a timed lightning round of list making, something we love to do in the planner community. Uh oh. Um, and then you will have 20 seconds to tell me. I'm getting my timer here. Oh, geez. A real timer? Gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's this official. Is, this is official. Bring it okay. on. So you will have 20 seconds to name how many uh, quilt designs you can list. Ready, set, go. Okay. So Ohio Star, um, Nine Patch, um, Flying Geese, Bowtie, um, Log Cabin. Um, rail fence. Um, there's a guy. Oh, wedding ring. Um, Amish star. Um, friendship star. Did I say bow tie? Um, I think you did. Second turn dash. Uh, Greek square. Uh, spool. Um, oh gosh. 
There's your timer. Oh my right gosh. Good job. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I have never even heard of half of those. So I'm sure I know several of my listeners are also into the fiber arts and have equally the same amount of yarn as mm. stickers. Oh, yes. You know? Oh, yes. So they will be like, or not as, I mean, obviously, quilt's not done with yarn. I do know that much. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, that's cool. I think a lot of planners are multidisciplined. I mean, there's just not, they're not just paper freaks like we are. Like, they're embroidery freaks you know anything just pick pick any craft project and i'm sure they've done it i really have you ever been judged for your hobby for this industry for your artistic multimedia planner oh my goodness or has anyone said like a side eye to you or what has been i mean i'm not trying to stir up like some really oh. like no, no family drama, right? I mean, I mean, if you want to have a story, it's a story. But I'm thinking, like, do people do that to sewers? Was that something you found in your previous, I guess, community, if you will? People have been, I've known people my whole life. They pass down fabric to their children and children. Because don't you think sewing runs in families? It really does. Tell me your experience in both. Well, I think, um, I think there's multi-levels of this question. And the reason I'll answer it is that if you just say I'm a, tr- I'm a quilter and people just think, oh, log cabin, you know, all of those patterns that are old, but then, then there's the, 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 you know, the, the black sheep of the family, the left side, that's the, the frayed edge yes, crowd, the, edge, the modern crowd. And you're like, Ooh, right. Because I guarantee you, I mean, I know my mom has a planner. She uses her planner. You know, she even mm-hmm. has a roll or two of washi tape. Okay. My mom who has been doing this since, you know, you know, she was born. She, every, every woman, every mom has had some type of air quotes planner or some mm-hmm. schedule of some kind, even back in the 1860s. Right. You're like, Hey, let's go oh, over yeah. to dinner to uncle Bob's house. Right. You planned. Yeah. Right. So the, the fact that if, if you're a traditional planner and that, and this is where you have the frayed edge crowd. I in in the planner community, it's my opinion that the traditional planners are those that are either in like a ring bound planner, like a Franklin Covey, or like you know, like old school, or an even new school mm-hmm. with a Kiki K or whatever, or the Aaron Condrens. Those people are your traditional planners. And then you have the Traveler's Notebook crowd. And then you have the bullet journalists. Oh, my gosh. The glue stick crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm the glue stick crowd. So it's like, oh, my, how dare she use a glue stick? Um, (laughs) Yeah, because they're 50 cents for a four-pack during back-to-school time, right? I'd rather Mm -hmm. spend my cash on more planner supplies than adhesive. I just, the way it rolls in my house. So mm. yeah. So that's how I think that there's the frayed edge crowd. So there you go. There's my philosophy for the day. Thanks for breaking it down. All right. <laughs> I like that. So if someone is wondering how in the world can you be using a glue stick and quote unquote yarn in a planner? And they're just like, what is next? Are you jumping glitter on it or what? You know, um, <laughs> Can you talk about what your style is in your traveler's notebook for listeners? Can you paint a picture 
of perhaps what kit you use for December or how you change your style monthly. What kind of things are you using ephemera? Are you using, what are your favorite, like, okay, that's too many questions. Take one of them. (laughs) So for my Christmas planner this year, um, I decided to use Kinley's Doodles. Um, She says, sent me a box just on the side. Like, this is where I'm at now where just people start sending me stuff because they're like, hey, she does cool stuff. Let's send her a box. So she just sent me a box and um, and it's, it's beautiful stuff. I just get inspired by what everyone ever just gives me. I mean, it could be bright purple and, you know, swirls on it. I I just gravitate to whatever works, you know, in it. And I just look at it and I see, I I have this weird back vision. I can see the end product while I'm creating it and I just make it work. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think if I'm hearing you correctly, it doesn't matter essentially what comes in the box. Mm -hmm. Because part of your desire is to manipulate that. It's like the joy is in the doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? I mean, if it was like a total design that made you just want to run, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, aesthetically, not every single piece of paper on earth is going to please everyone's eyes all the time. You know what I mean? But, you know, I'm sure what you're getting is mostly something someone thought that you might like, you know, or at least close. It's like some of that can-do attitude of what can I make out of this, you know, to it's like, like a challenge. It's not like wasted. Right. The video you did recently showed how you use the branding and packaging inside of your designs, not just the papers that they came in, mm-hmm. even the little baggies that they were coming in or extra strips of paper cut off. You put them on a diagonal with some spray adhesive and then cut off the remnants, you know, so it totally looks like those really popular washi card dashboards Mm -hmm. that are going around right now. And you're like, this was just all going to get recycled pretty much. And look what it now, you know, so there's something to be said about that. Yeah. I come from a long line of number one, put your big girl panties on. I mean, you just do it. Like there's no, I don't really feel like it. No, you do it. Like that's the way I grew up and that's the way my mom grew up and that's the way my kids grow up. And then, um, and then number two, I, I, like I said earlier, these ladies are farm girls from the depression. My grandmother grew up in the depression. You did not throw anything out. And so I subconsciously inherited that gene. And now if 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 I have one sticker left on a piece of paper, which I know I'm never gonna use, I can't throw it away. I'm not like a hoarder, but but it, it just would pain me to know that that little sticker or that little piece of paper could I could have used somewhere else in my planner. And so yeah, it's kind of freaky. I'm just that way. So how do you store all the little odds and? ends. Okay. Well, I do have a limit though. Let's just be honest. I I do have a calling time period where I'm just like, okay, six months, I just got to get rid of stuff. So um, I call it the great purge of 2018. You know, like I got rid of old (laughs) inserts from 2016 and 17. And now I'm like, no, what did I do? But um, you know, it's okay. Completed ones? (laughs) Oh yeah. Completed one? Oh yeah. You did. Oh, I did. See, that's always the great, like, are we keeping this? You know, I often get the question but what are you going to do when you turn the page over? Right. You'll never see it again. I'm like, well, 
Yeah. You're just not my people. Stop talking to me. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no. Yeah. And how but, you know you have some in a box. Oh yeah, I have. And it's like there's. Mm. I do keep some things that I find precious, like, and I'll reuse them month to month. Like, I'm not gonna make one dashboard unless it's like holiday themed, like what I'm right now, and not use it ever again. Like, because I use pictures and memories, and I, I reuse them or repurpose them. Um, I store everything by maker. So I have all my mommy lay stuff in one bin, all my Webster's pages, things in one bin. And so that way I can pull from it and, and go from there. And then I do have a Christmas bin where I put all of my holiday stuff and then a Halloween bin. And so that's how I store everything. So now it looks like you'll have to have a new bin for, um, paper house. I do. Right? Yes. I do have a few of their items I purchased on my own and um, they also gifted me as well. And so actually Mommy Lay, who I'm on her design team as well for the second year and the paper house, they actually did a collab and made a sticker book out of Mommy Lay's design. So I'm like, hello, totally up my alley. So I I did a lot of uh, some PR work with them for that. And then that just snowballed into me getting this position. So yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Do you know any of the other people on the Paper House uh, team? I no, do. I don't know what to call it. I yeah. forgot. What, what they call it design team. That's officially a design team. Um, okay. Yes. You're on the same team. Yes. Julie Garza. I've never met her in person, which I'm sure at some point I will. But um, And then Planner Brook Babe, we are on Mommy Lay's design team together. And you'll find that pretty consistent throughout the planner community. And it's not that they're excluding everyone else. It's just, we're so versatile. Sometimes we just get on a new design team together or, you know, and then, or, you know, maybe we'll take a break from not being on a design team for a year. And then all of a sudden we're on on one again. So it just, that's the way it rolls around here. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recently, Julie Garza, I follow her on Instagram she Who was doesn't? reviewing. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Thirty k, girl. Um, she, she's just like so transparent and so, like, I love her style and just whatever. But she was saying recently she was reviewing some or about to do a video of a review, and she was getting all these like comments, like, "Oh, I mean, she wasn't specific because she's not petty, but." I, kind of like judgy like do you, oh I mean I don't even know like why would you judge somebody if they had gotten something for free I guess was the point is when you're on these teams some things are free some things aren't nobody we're not going to know as voyeurs into your PR pieces that you're putting together mm-hmm. or your images or whatever or your videos necessarily unless you disclaim but have you ever gotten any backlash like that I was kind of I DM'd her and I was like why? Who cares if you did get it for free? That's like most of our dreams out here in these planner streets. Like, wouldn't it be like, awesome. Show me it. I don't know. I just don't feel that compulsion to be angry if someone else gets a success or gets it for free. I mean, I guess. I I think what it is, is the planner community. Um, I think this is where we're trending to is there are just a plethora of PR and DT and just constant barrage of buy me, sell me, have me, need me. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I think what we're looking for as planner people in general is we're looking for an honest 
honest opinion of something instead of this is really cute. This is really pretty. Paper's really nice, (laughs) right? We're looking for some authenticity. And I think that's what Julie brings to the table. And I think that's what a lot of us strive to do is I'm very transparent. I mean, the it's not like I don't show my kids on my stories or I don't blur out anything on my planner pages. You could read all you want. Like I'm okay with the world knowing I have a hair appointment at one thirty on Thursday. Like it's okay. Um, and I think that's the problem is that people expect transparency. And when you don't give it to them, they kind of are like, well, it's this reason or that reason. I think that. Oh, so then they're like, you're shady. You're yeah. getting money for saying that. I don't trust you. Right. That kind of thing. Absolutely. Okay. So. But it's like, well, who? This is the thing. This is what I don't understand. I used to be in fashion. So Ooh. I would be in television commercials. Like, did anyone believe that I really like that product? Like, no. Or did it, you know what I mean? It's like right. at some point it's hard to separate now these influencers versus advertising. And I don't necessarily know that we have to separate that. You I, know I, I think I, most, no one was ever yeah. mad at Target right. because that cute little girl opening her Christmas present on the top of their ad wasn't really happy to get that because she wasn't really getting that. That was an actor pretending to be happy to get that. That's so, so true. Then why are we judging those that I are doing know. this? you know, similar things. I don't know. Maybe we are in a different level of authenticity. Like we don't, we expect everything to be perfect. Reality. Reality. And that's the whole point of Instagram and YouTube It is that's reality. Commercial on TV isn't reality. It's commercial, but we've cross-sected the two between commercialism, reality, and life. I mean, it's just, it's a weird dissection in the planner community of what's needed, what's wanted and what's out there. Exactly. I think it's broader too. I mean, I know it's in the beauty community and I mean, just anything from wine cups to tennis shoes, you know, the way (laughs) we take in information about things to consume is just changing. And there has likely going to just be some ups and downs well, people get like sorted, like what, what's going on in the world? I think we love some type of looking at, like, we love being voyeurs, you know, mm-hmm. and that we, it's, it's creepy, but it's just human nature to want to know what the Joneses have, what, you know, and that's why Julie is so awesome the way she is, because she's so transparent and you see it. I just don't have the time. Like I got like four kids. I got four different schools. Like I just like I am surprised my house is as clean as it is, honestly. <laughs> I just don't have the time to. And if I did. I would, you'd probably get sick of my stories. You're probably like, really? Muffins again? Oh, like, really? <laughs> What's in the crock pot? The chip, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what you got in that crock pot, girl? You know, like, really? Do you really want to know? Like, I also think it's weird. Like, really? You want you want to know what's in my crock pot? Like, okay, well, go for it. I'm fine with that. <laughs> the latest thing is watch me pour my coffee. 
That was cool. I just did, I just did one today, but I it's know. like people will go with their little Nespresso's or their little Keurig's or little Ninja Espresso's. And I'm like, why? But I stay. I stay to watch. I'm like, ooh, I hear the sound. It's percolating. It's coming out now. We are so awesome. weirdly cool. I don't know why I care. Why do we care? <laughs> I don't know, but we enjoy it. I don't know. It. We do it. I and guess. Those, and then, you know, the most popular YouTube channels are probably the ones that are the most transparent and post personal. So anyway. Right. Well, and that's that's what lead, led me in part to Planner Lifestyle Podcast is to not to like dissect necessarily like, well, what are you doing in this? And how are you bothering here? And where's your money going here? Like, I'll, you know, judge or something, but more of just let's open the conversation to that we're, we're more than just the paper we show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, there's there's a story. What led us here? What do we like about being here? What don't we like about being here? Is there something we can do to change it or make it better or um, just share information with people? So I think it's uh, a very, very good thing to be that we are humans behind our Instagram perfect pictures. I love that about you. I love that. Oh, great. Well, spread the word. Rate it. Rate me on iTunes. No. <laughs> Ding. Uh, you got it. <laughs> okay all right top three time to name your top three in each category that i pull okay all right one hot beverages well uh, coffee. Hello. Um, and, and I'm a black girl. Like I can't drink flavored coffee unless I have it in the afternoon and then I'll have a splash of like milk, but black coffee for sure. Um, I love tea. Uh, favorite tea right now is like sugar cookie sleigh ride by celestial seasonings. It's the perfect holiday tea. Ooh. It's like makes you think you're actually eating a sugar cookie but you're not it's like calorie okay. free sugar cookie i'm gonna stop this interview and go get it okay bye <laughs> <laughs> it is so good so good and then like gingerbread spice you know everybody likes a gingerbread spice but sugar cookie sleigh ride i think is what it's called and then um i like a good cup of hot chocolate and you know what to be honest there's nothing wrong with the packet kind but there's nothing wrong with making it yourself with melting some chocolate and adding some more milk and it just gets all the feels with the holidays that's for sure and then there's something I do on top that I learned from um, one of my new reps for 2019 it's paper and glam and Lisa Marie Landreth and she has a fabulous YouTube channel love it she puts a peep on the top of her hot chocolate aww says it's like marshmallows she's she's like the book Yes, book club. Um, yes. Book lover and like Barbie-ish kind of person. <laughs> she does live in L.A. She does have blonde hair. She's like Mabu. Yeah, she, she's like super Mabu. She's so adorable. But can I just say, yeah, she's an epileptic reader. She is extremely yes. intelligent. And I yes. am so proud to be with her on her design team for our PR team. Or gosh, pick the right use of euphemism, but for 2019. So, um yeah, she. Oh, she, that's where I learned how to put a peep in my hot chocolate. So, because it's yeah. marshmallowy, and sometimes they're minty, and it's perfect. 
And then they don't melt right away. Kind of just sit like there. The little, if you put minis in, they kind of like almost disappear right away. <laughs> All right. Well, after the game top three, I want to hear um, Paper and Glam's code because, you know, I... I do. I got one of her kits in a swag, oh. um, sh- like a swag bag yes. for a Minnesota planner addict <gasps> event. You're in Minnesota? <gasps> yes, Sorry. I know. I didn't. I, did, I missed that part. Um, yeah, no, I lived in Minnesota for 14 years. Well, I was going to ask you, and then I kind of forgot. I should maybe take notes during these things. I was like, oh, Minneapolis. Oh, my you gosh. did so much homework already. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of did, didn't I? You probably look at those questions and be like, I thought you didn't know me, but okay. <laughs> oh, fun. All right, what's the next top three? Okay, okay, the next category. Parties to host. Oh, snap. Oh, I'm good at this. I used to hold parties all the time, um, but then I got like four kids and then now it's like <laughs> you have to clean the bathroom before I had friends over so it's like oh no um favorite um party I would love to throw and I, I did throw is um an amazing race have you ever watched that tv show mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. I had an amazing race party and so I picked a, a, a dish or an entree to from all of the different countries that they were at and so I made all these dishes and we had a big fin- season finale ending party. That was super fun. Um, second uh, Halloween party um, when my bigs were littler. We have bigs and littles. And so when my bigs were littler, we and they were in that tweener stage where they're kind of like, you know, it's not cool to go, you know, around to houses and beg for candy. So what I would do is just host a ginormous Halloween party. All the entire neighborhood, like everybody, and just have it outside. And just kids run rampant and high in sugar. It's awesome. And then my, <laughs> my last party, I just love holiday party. I remember I made a, uh, I'm a big Martha Stewart devotee. I've been following her forever because that's just me. Um, um, anyway, uh, I made a Christmas party and I made a croquembouche, which is cream puffs in a tower of the tree. <gasps> yes, they always have that. It's like the final challenge in all those baking things. And now the croquembouche. And I'm like, dun, dun, dun. Will the tower stand? Oh, and then I burnt the caramel. So it kind of. Oh. But anyway, it was a good experience nonetheless. I love throwing holiday parties. So yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing those top three. Um, let me say that again. That was very disingenuous. <laughs> 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 oh, thanks for playing top three. Okay. So now you mentioned during the game that you will be on a new. Um, see, now I'm like paralyzed, like PRDT. We'll call it PRDT. <laughs> Because we don't know what it's called. It's a case of PRDT. <laughs> it's not your idea. It's a case of PRDT. Oh, and, I, and I don't have a code for okay. her yet. Well, uh, keep your eyes out on KRO Designs on Instagram. And I'm sure you'll have it where? In your link tree? I always, or yeah. somewhere like that. I try to keep yeah. my Instagram as light as I can. Like, I'm not like, buy this. Like, I always add something about me or what's going on. Or like, so I'm kind of like low on the shady scale yes <laughs> on the shady. Like a little, a little device it's like you know testing for radiation 
shady scale off the charts. I'd have never seen you use that sticker shop in my life. Why is it on your Instagram? So funny. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna bust. I think God I went to the bathroom. It was so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you would like to mention before we go? No, it has been an absolute pleasure. I've enjoyed this getting to know you talk a little deep, a little funny, all in the same hour. It's been delightful. Well, you brought a lot of that with you yourself. You are a little deep and a little funny. That's a good way to describe you. It has been so fun to get to know you and hear your voice. And I look forward to seeing you on Instagram and YouTube. Oh, that's what we should do. Where can my listeners find you? Oh. I mentioned your Instagram a couple of times, but we're all, I know you have a web, you mentioned programming a website and stuff like that. So let's not miss all the ways oh. that, because they, I'm sure will be flooding into your, oh. your streams of content well, here. thank you. So mm-hmm. um, I made the smart decision to um, Cairo Designs, which is my initials, K-R-O, and everywhere you go, like YouTube, um, Twitter, Facebook, all of it's Cairo Designs. I was pretty high tech and named everything the same. So it's pretty easy. So Cairo Designs and YouTube, where I love sharing my creations. Um, I'm a little goofy, a little spunky, a little serious sometimes, but I always have a some pretty decent content that you can find on over there. And then Facebook, you know, you can hit me up on Instagram. They're all the same. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And even you even have a Pinterest. I do. And, uh-huh. <sighs> sad what Pinterest. What are you for? Oh, it's so sad. You know, like, I don't know. I, w- I would love, I would say being three human beings because I, I wish I could get everything everywhere all the time. But, um, you know, I love my website because I have a ton of free templates for those. I, I'm a, like a teacher at heart, like I said. So um, if you're new to Traveler's Notebooks or TNs as not Tennessee, like TN is not Tennessee, it's Traveler's Notebook. And you want to know sizes for inserts and dashboards and stuff. I've got a whole bunch of free templates that people can download and use and have for their disposal. So I always like to point people to my website for that. So uh, lots of freebies there. Yes, that is true. Thank you for mentioning that. I did see that last night as I was cramming. (laughs) You were just doing your homework. (laughs) Yes, I was doing my homework as a professional journalist. (laughs) You are quite professional. Oh, Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, good. So make sure my listeners listen up. Make sure to go check out Kim. You will not be disappointed. Thanks again for coming on, Kim. Thank you, sweet Jessica. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to rate and review Planner Lifestyle Podcast on your favorite podcast app or on my Facebook page, Planner Lifestyle Podcast. I have a review section there as well. And I'm going to give a shout out today to a Facebook reviewer named Lucy. She says that Planner Lifestyle is a very articulate host sharing good information. Aw, thanks, Mom. Next week, Planner Lifestyle Podcast will be on break, but you can catch me on January 4th, 2019 with new planner content. May all your holidays be merry and bright. Happy New Year. Leads me to a good idea. Mm. Not a good idea. What I'm trying to say is, have you ever thought, have you ever, okay, 
This is what editing's for. <laughs> but what kind of peep do you have? I mean, you're not putting a chick on there. That's not very Christmassy, no. right? Is it they like have a holiday tree peeps? One? You haven't seen the holiday peeps? There's like little Santas, a little snowman. Oh, sure. There's you yeah, can buy yeah, them yeah. on Amazon. Some of them are flavored. Some of them, you know how the peeps they upgraded the peeps to have chocolate on the bottom end. So they have those mm. like with snowman and stuff. Super yummy. Okay, I need to up my peep game. It's like two bucks okay. for a little extra. Why not? Right? Yeah, that's right. Let's play. Ooh. Sorry, no transition there no. at all. You know, I'm 